0: Hi, I'm Shanna Goodman. Welcome to On Track, where we'll be talking about the mindset and mechanics of pursuing purpose with your small business. Each week, we'll dive into practical, applicable steps so that you're always on track with creating something meaningful. Let's jump in. Hi there, this is Shanna. Today, we are talking about how to hire and delegate work with a virtual assistant. Virtual assistants, also known as VAs, are independent contractors that can take many tasks off your plate so that you can focus on higher priority items. In addition to knocking things off your to-do list, VAs are also great for having another perspective, especially if you're a solopreneur. Often when we are deep into the weeds of managing our own business, it's really helpful to have a fresh perspective as a sounding board or even a brainstorming partner. Now you might be wondering what you can actually have a virtual assistant work on because sometimes as small business owners, especially if we have a small team or no team, it's easy to think that everything that's on our to-do list has to absolutely be done by us. But I challenge you to think about what is going on on your to-do list or in your business that you can create templates around and have someone else help you. There are lots of marketing tasks that you can have a VA do with just a little bit of direction on the front end, and this will help you consistently reach out to your ideal clients in ways that you just by yourself wouldn't be able to do. We're all human. We all have 24 hours in a day. And so I challenge you to think about what can be taken off of your plate. I'm going to list some things that we specifically, as a business, have virtual assistants do. This is something that I started hiring for almost immediately. Um, At the beginning of my business, the first hire I made was actually a bookkeeper, because I knew that there was nothing on earth worse than reconciling credit cards I knew I did not want to do that. And so I told myself I can make more money. I can bring in more clients. I can create new service packages, et cetera, et cetera. But I absolutely cannot reconcile credit cards, enter receipts, etc. I can, I just don't want to. I've done it before and it's terrible. And so that's something I do not want to do. So my first hire was a bookkeeper and my second hire was a virtual assistant. And so what I'm going to do is I'm going to list out all of the different things that I have virtual assistants help me with so that you can be thinking about what a VA can do for you as well. Filling in your content calendar, scheduling social media posts, summarizing blog posts to be used as emails, proofreading and scheduling blog posts, proofreading and designing PDFs to be used as lead magnets, setting up calls with clients and collaborators, Conducting market research like finding industry statistics and reviewing competitor websites. Updating your website with new testimonials, service descriptions, etc. Sourcing images for blog posts and other content distribution. Reaching out to past clients to ask for testimonials. Providing support to your clients, i.e. answering questions via email or even phone calls. Keeping your calendar updated. Updating social media platforms making online purchases, researching keywords and topics for new blog posts, ordering business cards and other physical products needed. So how do you find a virtual assistant? There are websites specifically designed to help you find a VA and other freelancers. You can start there by searching people that advertise VA services. You can also create a job post and share it. So search or post on Upwork, it's upwork.com, U-P-W-O-R-K.com, or freelancer.com, F-R-E-E-L-A-N-C-E-R.com. I'll include links in the show notes so that you can review this and just click directly. You can also ask in Facebook groups that you're involved with for recommendations. Um, you might have an industry-specific Facebook group that you talk with other small business owners in your in your industry or in your kind of service type. Ask them who they've used for this kind of help. Um, lots of people already do this. And so um, it's really nice, especially if you can just ask someone that you already trust, uh, who they use, how it's been for them, that's a great way to find a VA. You can also search on Facebook or Instagram. You can just put up an image or just put up um, a post that says that you're looking for a VA. Maybe list out some of the things that you would like that VA to help you with, and then just ask your friends or your followers. Say, hey, this is what I'm looking for. Does anyone know someone that can help me out? And I bet there are going to be people that give you recommendations. You can also look around at local college campuses. If you have a local community college or a local college or anything of that nature, um, you can often reach out to someone in career services and just say, hey, this is the kind of business I'm in. I would love to have a business student or a marketing student help me with some things. Is there anyone you would recommend? You can also post a VA position on your website and and share it on social media. Maybe you have a very specific idea of what you're looking for, um, the kinds of skills and qualifications a VA needs to have. Just write it all out, put it on your website, and share it on social media asking for recommendations. You can expect to pay a VA based on their level of experience. This can be anywhere from $15 an hour and up, and you'll pay more for specific expertise. So for instance, um, VAs that have experience creating Canva templates have cost me more than VAs that have um, helped with scheduling or creating content based on blog posts. Um, It really just kind of depends on their level of experience. And you can always try out a couple of VAs. Um, Maybe you get started with one and you think they do an amazing job, then keep them and incentivize them by offering higher pay as they go and become more familiar with your business, or maybe you start out working with a VA and it's just not meshing, then just say, hey, you know, I want to work on this specific project. um, But after that, I think, you know, I'm going to do something different. That gives you some options and flexibility with your, with hiring a virtual assistant. In getting started with your VA, there will be a learning curve. There will be time invested in getting the person added to all of your accounts. Uh, you'll want to be able to trust them. They're representing you in your business. You'll want to be patient. You'll want to communicate clearly. With specific instructions of days and times that you need things, and give kind feedback. You can pay directly through the freelancer platforms that I mentioned, upwork.com or freelancer.com. That offers a level of protection that you may not get otherwise. Um, If you hire someone that is a friend of a friend on Facebook, and you PayPal them money, um, that's fine too, or Venmo the money. Um, Just don't hand someone your credit card that you don't really know or give them your credit card number and they live in Bangladesh. That might just be a little tricky. So, Go ahead and work with them through Upwork or freelancer.com if that's how you meet them, especially if they're located in another country, and then process payment through those platforms. Then after a time, you might just want to go ahead and have them invoice you directly where you can pay them directly. Um, We have done this with a number of our virtual assistants, actually. We've found them on Upwork. We've had relationships with them. We've worked with them for three to six months, and then we just go ahead and start working directly financially, but don't give financial access straight out of the gate. We have a blog post on our website called Digital Tools to Work Remotely. I'll include a link to this post in our show notes so that you can read that. Here are some platforms to work remotely with your virtual assistant. You can use Slack for quick communication, Email is always an option, of course. If you need your VA to be client-facing, set up an email account in your domain. Google Suite makes this really easy. So if you have a VA that's helping you with your scheduling and answering emails for you, you don't want their email address to be, you know, sassylass at hotmail.com. You want it to be their name at your domain. So um, you know Shanna at AmpedNow.com, that sort of thing that way it looks really professional. Google Calendar is a great tool which is part of the Google Suite. You can also use Google Drive. Um, these are really easy to use with Teams and it allows people wherever they are in the world to basically share files and add to specific documents and, and we use this on a regular basis. Both Google Calendar Google Drive, all of those things, Google Docs. Also, Trello or Asana is great for project management tasks. I will create a task in Asana or on Trello. We use Asana now, but we use Trello, and I think we use the free version of Trello for a long time. And then what you can do is write out the tasks, even create subtasks, and then assign the person and the due date. And that makes it really easy to keep on top of projects with virtual assistants. And then also there's opportunity there within Trello or Asana that they can ask questions, you can answer, and it can all stay on that platform. So I hope this information has been helpful. If you don't already have a virtual assistant, I highly recommend it. There are tons of tasks that can be taken off your plate so that you can easily have the mind space to create new programs and services and really allow you to focus on the things that only you can do. I also recommend, I think I've I think I've recommended this book for years, but there's a book called E Myth by Michael Gerber, E-Myth, E-M-Y-T-H, by Michael Gerber, that is amazing at talking you through, as a small business owner, what only you can do and what you can kind of offload. And it really puts you in the mindset of what can I create processes around? What can I create templates for? Because my brain, my focus absolutely has to be on the things that only I can do. So check out that book. I'll include all this information in the show notes at ampednow.com podcast. Thank you for listening and I will see you next time. Thank you so much for listening today. Make sure you head over to the website at amptnow.com for full show notes, A-M-P-D-N-O-W.com. There you can sign up for regular tips to grow your small business, as well as access our wealth of resources to help keep you on track. I'll see you next week.